smile curled on his lips. We'll just fly like a plane at top speed. Omar could have taken offense, but instead he grew philosophical. You need a running start if you ever want to take off, he observed. If we're chased, just think of that as our running start. That night, the bird, whom they had dubbed Beiti because it meant my home, and she was so good at returning there, escaped from her unsuspecting new owner and flew back to Shafiq as planned. The short-lived sale, with its secret, self-activating expiration date, had earned the boys a skittish ping-pong ball. It worked again the next week, and the next, until... You! If Shafiq had looked to the dramatic movies from Egypt, he could not have cast a more menacing-looking adversary. Go! he shouted to Omar as the man in black charged toward them, one hand on the curved dagger that hung from his worn leather belt. Shafiq held onto his frightened bird only long enough to realize that she would easily make it home if he let her go. Then, in violation of the emergency escape plan, he raced after Omar. We'll spread out to different cafes and hide behind the backgammon players, Omar had suggested, even adding a clever detail. They would put on hats to confuse any pursuers. But what had seemed like a sophisticated theory proved utterly useless under the sharp scrutiny of reality. Scared to get caught alone, Shafiq followed Omar, stumbling across vats of simmering beans and past vendors peddling screeching chickens and over boxes of watermelons wondering what made him think there would be a handy fedora to put on while they tore through the market looking for an escape. Thieves! Get them! Soon the twelve-year-olds, wishing fervently their legs had at least grown to adolescent proportion, reached the outskirts of the market, where the carpets were more threadbare and the vegetables more wilted. Robbers! Those two! The shout came from much too close behind. Omar maintained the lead, and Shafiq followed him out of the market with a sick panic, knowing that if the curved dagger didn't slice him to death now, His parents would finish the job when they heard he'd been selling Uncle Dahoud's best homing pigeon over and over again for weeks. The panic escalated to terror after he rounded a corner and realized he had lost sight of Omar. And then, as though his body had on its own volition decided to follow his deflating hope, Shafiq fell flat on his face. Here! It was Omar, who had grabbed or maybe tripped his best friend to stop his rush ahead and steer him into a small alley. What? Shafiq was panting so hard his whispered question was barely audible, but Omar understood and pointed up. Look! There, on the back door of an unassuming house in a decent section of old Basra, six terrifying blocks from the market, was a mezuzah, the Jewish symbol of good luck. Any of them your friends? Shafiq shook his head, but Omar was already banging the brass knocker on the door. A sharp-looking man in his thirties opened it to face the two breathless, guilt-ridden boys. Sufer! He used Shafiq's last name like the football coach at school as if to say, You're a man, so act it. Good that you brought a friend. Maybe one of you can solve the political crisis shaking this country, or at least my living room, he added laughing at his own in-joke. Their running start had not exactly led to takeoff, 
but it seemed as miraculous as a ten-ton plane floating in air that Shafiq and Omar had landed in the home of Salim Dalal, one of Basra's most gregarious lawyers, known for hosting ongoing salons that attracted all types of people on any given day to his buzzing parlor. Sure we can, offered Omar, winking at his friend. For a second, Shafiq believed even that was possible. The obvious strategy was to blend in quietly with the indifferent crowd of sophisticated men debating the politics of the day, which was why, as soon as the boys entered the shaded living room, Omar had to open his big mouth. Our principal says the British are back to control Iraq's oil. Shafiq glared at Omar, with his mouth pinched in the universal sign for shut up. Of course! boomed a gray-haired man wearing a loose western suit that might have fit before he'd shrunk with age. Imperialists, spat another guest.